Join me and 10 other women for an incredible all-inclusive five-day healing retreat. This retreat was made for you if you want to be surrounded by loving, non-judgmental women and be guided to overcome your triggers and your insecurities so that you can fully step into your potential. Don't just take it from me. One attendee said that the retreat was more powerful for her than the last 10 years of therapy. Yes, you heard that right. 10 years. Now, I've just opened the doors to the priority list, and when you join the list, you will be the first to know when the doors open to sign up for Bravecation. Go ahead and click the link in the show notes to be added today. Hi, I'm Dr. Steph, and I'm here to guide you on your journey to healing from a difficult relationship with your mother. Whether she was narcissistic, emotionally immature, or just plain toxic, I want you to know that you are in fact not broken and you do not have to suffer from anxiety or explosive emotional reactions like lashing out. You can break the cycle. You are a strong, capable woman who can handle any challenge that comes your way. And I'm going to show you how to have the ultimate control over your reactions so that you are unstoppable. Welcome to the Broken to Brave podcast. Welcome back. I guess the answer is yes. I'm going to sing to you every time. (laughs) I think I asked that a few podcast episodes. I'm like, oh, am I going to sing to you every time? Yes, yes, I will. So I want to share something exciting with you. The last day of June, maybe it was the second to last day of June, I received an email saying that the podcast has had 500 downloads already, which is so exciting to me. I appreciate you for listening, for tuning in. Um, It truly means the world to me. And I love getting your messages and your questions. So um, if you want to reach out through email or DMs on Instagram, tell me what's resonating with you so far, what questions you have. I would love to chat. And today I want to talk about something that explicitly came up during one of my recent group coaching calls. Actually, it was yesterday. And I think it's really important and such a common struggle for those who resonate with being people pleasers, perfectionists, high achievers, high functioning anxiety. Is that you? Do you fall into one of those categories? I'm willing to bet you do if you're here. So basically, it is operating as the quote-unquote good girl. And this can be true for men too. I know that there are a few men who listen to the podcast as well. So it's doing everything right, putting others first, making sure that everyone else is okay, and essentially operating as if everyone else must be okay and then I can be okay. So how does this show up behaviorally? Basically, constantly doing what others want you to do, constantly doing what you think will please others or make them happy. It can actually show up as indecisiveness. Um, It can show up as saying yes when you really want to say no, pretending to think a certain way, 
about something or feel a certain way about something when you actually don't think or feel that way. It can be ignoring basic needs and self-care. It can be not setting firm boundaries and often feeling resentful afterwards, feeling scared to express your true feelings. It could show up as inauthentically changing yourself to meet someone else's expectations, telling people that you are okay when you are in fact not okay, agreeing to things that you actually don't want to do. Uh, it could also look as look like constant need for approval from others or putting yourself last. Now, I, <laughs> I should caveat, I don't want you to think that you need to resonate with all of that. I just wanted to give you a long list of how these things show up behavioral, behaviorally. And I want you to think about, does this resonate with me? Have I had some of these experiences? Maybe I can resonate with all of them. And what I want you to know is that these are actually signs of self-betrayal. I know that might sound extreme, but every day your internal experience, your emotions are begging you for things, are asking things of you. And it is essentially doing differently and betraying what you actually want. Now, I know if I don't say this, some people will end up in my DMs like, wait a second. So of course, we all have to compromise because we are in relationships, right? And different people have different preferences, but that's not what I'm referring to. What I'm referring to is when you have this pattern in your life, when you go against what you authentically want, across situations, with different people, at different times in your life. That's what I'm referring to. Not telling you that you shouldn't compromise on things because absolutely, like, that's something that is necessary if we want great relationships. And this self-betrayal can be very common, but it is not emotionally healthy. And like to constantly work to make sure everyone else is okay before you're okay, that's not emotionally healthy. And it, honestly, this this is so common and it really, really bothers me because I feel like this is built into our belief system, like put yourself last. And it's the messaging when we grew up of like, oh, this is what you should do. This is the right way to do things. This is the right order to do things. Does that resonate with you? That gives the impression that somebody else knows better than I know myself. And it can, and it does. It leads to us not trusting what we want, what we feel, and what we actually think we should do. And then people wonder like, why am I not happy? Why do I not feel fulfilled? Why do I not feel alive? Like, what if, what if you trusted yourself? What if you honored those things? What if you did what your insides are begging you for? So much could be different and life would feel so much easier. 
I'm going to like circle back to one thing that I was saying a, a minute ago, but if you're at the bottom of the list, your needs don't get met. And this can be particularly true for those of you who are mothers. And I don't have very many men listening, but fathers too. There's this societal expectation and perhaps expectation in your family that, or in the family you grew up in, give, 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 sacrifice yourself, do it all for everyone all the time. That's particularly true for women and mothers. And I know some of you might be listening and maybe you resonate with this. And some of you like, oh, I don't know if this one's for me, stuff. And some of you might be thinking, yeah, you know, I can resonate with some of this, but it's not that extreme. It's not that bad. That's okay. They're still going to be learning here and it's still worth listening. Let's pause for a second. I want you to think about the messaging from your childhood that resulted in you putting yourself last. Like, I really want you to do this. What did you observe authority figures in your life doing? Whether it was your mother or someone else, doesn't really matter to me. What did they say to you, imply, or say about others? I have a question for you. Did you hear things like this? Because I feel like these are some common phrases I hear from women in my community when they recollect moments from childhood. They, they heard things like, I gave up everything for you. I did this. I did that. And essentially, with those comments, they're like, see me, see me, see me. That's a whole nother episode. But I did this. I did that. I never wanted to marry him. I married him for you. I stayed with him for you so that you could have a better life. And then maybe when talking about about somebody else or maybe even directly to you, it's selfish to do that. I can't believe that she did that. I can't believe she went on vacation without her kids, implying that it's selfish, essentially. The list goes on and on here. And I'm curious for you, do one or more of these resonate because here's the thing, there's a common thread in these explicit and implicit messages. And here's what they are. It's okay to blame others for my choices. I'm not in control of my own happiness. It's not necessary to take accountability because it's someone else's fault, not mine. I'm a martyr, and that a martyr is somebody who basically takes on the role of hero and constantly sacrifices their own resources against their self-interest. Um, <clears throat> other things that this in, this thread, um, these messages have in common is that you're supposed to give up everything for others, and that it's not okay to take a break even when you really need it. So. If you're like many in this community, you may have unconsciously taken on one or more of these messages as how you are supposed to behave or how the world works, in particular that it's selfish to honor yourself, to honor your feelings, to honor what you want, and that you're supposed to prioritize others and take care of them before taking care of yourself, and that it's not okay to take a break. Is this resonating? And maybe despite all of this, you still do choose to honor yourself because you've got some, 
you know, inner work that you've done and growth that you've done. So maybe you do, you know, you do things for yourself or you engage in self-care, in particular, those external like massage and hair and facial and lip injections or <laughs> whatever. And maybe you you take steps in the direction of taking care of yourself. But when you do, you experience guilt. Does that feel true for you? So what I want you to know is that there are very concrete steps you can take take to melt away that guilt. Feeling, feeling guilty when you take care of yourself is not a requirement. It's not just the way that you are. It's not something that you have to deal with. Again, that's probably a whole nother episode. So I'm going to pause and I want you just to be really like doing some self-reflection. Is this my experience? Is this the way that I've been operating? And if there's any judgment popping up around that, let that go and just get curious with yourself. Do you know individuals who betray themselves if it doesn't feel like you? I'm going to assume the answer is yes, because there are a lot of humans dealing with this. Do those individuals, those who put themselves last, who do put everyone first, who do at least some of the things that I've listed, do they show up as the, their best selves? Like truly, do they? No, they don't. Generally, they experience one or more of the following things. They're burned out like all the time. They feel overwhelmed and stressed. Maybe they feel resentful of others. Perhaps occasionally lose it somewhat unpredictably. They feel tired, have emotional breakdowns, depleted, lethargic. I'm not saying all of these, just to be clear, but some of these. And they experience some all the time. The list goes on and on. So why do we keep doing this to ourselves? What is it going to take for you to choose to honor yourself, to begin showing up differently, to do the inner work? I want you to ask yourself next time that this comes up for you, that you're wanting to make sure that everyone else is okay before you are, or you feel guilty for doing what your inside is, your, your internal experience is begging you to do. I want you to ask yourself, like, if you have this voice in your head that's saying like, you shouldn't do that. You should, you should, you know, make sure everybody else is okay. I mean, whatever the voice says, according to whom, because I'm willing to bet. Actually, I know with certainty, but I always like to leave a little bit of room <laughs> there that it's not your voice. Somebody taught you this and it's your choice if you are going to accept that as your truth. You can feel alive, fulfilled, unstoppable, energized, unshakable, happy. This is possible for you. And I want you, I want to invite you to take that first step. And that's going to be more than listening to the podcast. I want you to actually take that serious step. The transformation begins in the transaction. I want to invite you to sign up for one of my four-day Bravecation retreats. And I want to tell you, during the, my most recent retreat, one attendee said, this was more transformational than 10 
years of therapy. Do you like to be efficient with your time or do you like to waste time? 10 years. And another attendee told me, I came, I came for a break and from my kids. I came for a tune-up and I left with a new engine. Let's get you a new engine. I'm serious about that. I only have two spots left. And if you're interested in more information, if you just want to see if it's a good fit, then you can have a no pressure conversation with me. Send me a DM on Instagram at Dr. Stephanie Lopez. Um, that's Dr. Stephanie Lopez, or email me at Stephanie at brave-method.com. I would love to chat with you. And I want to reiterate that you deserve this and life can be so much better than you ever thought possible. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening today. If you're ready to heal so that triggering situations no longer control you and so that you can feel empowered, brave, and thrive in any situation, DM me the word brave on Instagram and I'll send you a training where you will learn three of the most common mistakes driven women are making that are keeping them stuck in negative emotions and what you can do instead.